0: Hey hey welcome to Horns Up and yes we're still living the doomed life but uh, this time with a new drone or doom project that hails from Namma Bengaluru. It's called Mega Drone, and Peter you're very excited about this one right?
1: Yeah man I'm really glad uh, to have my good friend uh, Ganesh aka Jack and you know it, it comes as a bit of a surprise because we know each other for a while now and uh, it's through Instagram that I found out that he's launching something called Mega Drone. So I hit him up saying, hey, man, uh, this sounds pretty neat. Uh, I think we should uh, get you on the podcast.
2: And yeah. I'm glad he agreed to come on. So welcome to of man. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. 8 a.m. in the morning on a Sunday.
0: <laughs> yep, we are recording this at 8 a.m. on a Sunday morning. <laughs>
2: Yeah, we're, we're good metal
1: boys. <laughs> but yeah, man, I mean, you know, you've been around for a while with, uh, you know, Kryptos and also uh, more recently Beversi, both yeah. that are kind of well-known acts here in India. So how did Megadrone come about? I mean, is this part of your plan of kind of exploring a new sound? How how did that
2: all work? Well, yeah, I mean, it's, um, yeah, it's a combination of the two. Um uh, it's just that um, I like the more slower um, kind of music, um, you know. So, uh, and also the fact that, you know, with uh, with the whole lockdown, um, I needed to do something other than work and the home stuff uh, to just sort of, um, you know, be on the up and up. So, and the other factors that uh, I just wanted to sort of... Um, finish something that I started so yeah yeah it's also and the other thing is that it's also uh, it's completely controlled by me Mm. Uh, so um, and it um, there are there there aren't other people who sort of uh, jump in and uh, aid in the writing process or the creative process so um, you know having that control to sort of steer the ship where you want to go um, yeah so
0: so is Megadrone an Elias or is it the name of your studio project? Where does it fall?
2: I think it's the, it would be the latter because um, it would be a solo project. And um, yeah, it's, it's essentially like a lot of things that I can't uh, do with uh, the other bands that I'm with. Um, and yeah, so that's basically it.
0: And now the first transmission is ready. It's called Transmissions from the Jovian Antennae. Yeah. Where does that title stem from? Did you know you were going to name the song this?
2: Um, I sort of had. Uh, so when, when I started writing it, uh, it was essentially like a sort of a. Um, it was it was like, oh, fuck you know. Uh, I'm. Oh, can I curse? Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. i heard the part. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, there were multiple things like you know there was uh, the aspect of I was because of the lockdown suddenly I had. Four hours at hand, that uh, that where I was like,
0: which would otherwise go in Bangalore's famous traffic, <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. and um, so I was sort of, uh, but that was also sort of um, uh, spiraling down for me personally. Like I didn't, um, you know, there was there were a lot of things that were being reflected upon and um, things like that. So I don't know, man. Like uh, uh, I just had to like sort of and. I just plugged in the guitar one day and I just started playing, uh, you know, some Sabbath riffs and some. Uh, and I'm not. A, I, I, I'm playing the guitar after like maybe like 22, 23 years because otherwise I just play the bass at home. Oh wow! And so, um, so uh, you know, so it, it's a very Neanderthal sort of an approach to playing the guitar uh, with Megadrone, and because and it's more about capturing uh, the. Uh, the way I feel about certain kinds of music when I listen to it. Um, so it's more about an emotion rather than, uh, you know, prowess or, uh, you know, how fast or slow I can play or, how many, you know, my chops and things like that. So, um, yeah, it, it, it came. It, I don't know why it came um, or, or where it came from, but I guess it's always been in the subconscious. And, uh, I, and I've always wanted to do something with... Uh, with the with with very uh, uh, heavy doom, you know, heavy, heavy drone kind of a thing. So uh, those four hours a day that I had extra sort of, you know, helped me convert ideas into actual music. All right. So, I mean, what was your intention? You talked
1: about, you know, uh, these feelings and things that you had. Mm. What was your intention or objective with this song? Uh, essentially, what would you like the listener to take
2: away after listening to it? Oh, I don't know. Um, th- there was no intention. Uh, it was it was essentially like you know uh, just chatting with a few friends and saying, "Oh, you know, uh, why don't you guys uh, read some um, you know the COVID nineteen manual? I'll slow it down and I'll put it on a riff and we we'll, you know just make something fun type thing." And, uh, <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, and uh, but then you know like. Uh, after recording it, I sort of put uh, the arrangement together, and I shared it with a few people, uh, you know, like two or three guys, and uh, we. It was. It was. Um, the feedback was good. Uh, they they said that, oh, you know, this is something you should just put it out uh, instead of doing this comic fun thing or whatever. And yeah, so that so yeah, so that's how it sort of and that's. Also gave me sort of a confidence boost to sort of say, yeah, fuck it. Let me just, and if I'm going to do it, let me do it right. Uh, Let Mm -hmm. me do it uh, the proper way. Yeah.
0: Okay. I have to mention here that the press release for the song is quite a read. There's a line here and I quote, A 55 minute plunge into the subconscious void that mimics the onset, paranoia, revelation, and calm of a truly immersive psychedelic experience. End quote. Tell us more about that experience.
2: So uh, when I was writing it, um, you know, when you're locked down, you would keep talking to folks about, oh, fuck man, you know, you should have, we should have, shouldn't have canceled the plan to drop that blot or, you know, shouldn't have canceled the plan to fucking go to Kodai and do some shroom. <laughs> it, and, and and so when I was writing it, you know, I a lot of um, visions and a lot of uh, 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 you know, uh, recalls happened of past uh, uh, hallucinogenic experiences, and uh, the song sort of started flowing that way. You know, like uh, so when you and people who have uh, done um, either uh, shrooms or uh, acid will know that you know when when you when you pop it, uh, you know there's this uh, giggly mood that you go through, and then you know. The, which is you know the onset, and then you sort of uh, get into the trip, and then the you know the paranoia or the negative uh, subconscious sort of wakes up, and then you overcome that, and then you know you sort of go back to the trip, and then there, then there is this nice come down, uh, you know that sort of leaves you feeling very uh, good, <laughs> and uh, so that's so it it just sort of just sort of started flowing that way and even when i was writing i sort of uh, uh, had this idea of uh, and and to sort of go back to that question about uh, why the title is that it's essentially based on one of the uh, one of the visuals i had during one of my trips is that you know i saw this uh, for some reason like you know it just focused on a uh, on a on the on, on on the jupiter cluster the you know it has about 70 odd moons and you know i saw this sort of a Transmission tower on like one of those moons, sort of like basically calling out or like or like beckoning to me type of a thing, and um, and that's why you know it's transmissions from the Jovian Antenna, and um, um, yeah, so uh, it, 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 it yeah it's, it's it's it is completely psychedelic, and which is why uh, there are two reasons why it's this is not music for everybody because uh, one is it's extremely uh, slow so uh, and there are not a, not a lot of uh, doom or drone pe- uh, listeners in this part of the world at least and secondly uh, it's got the whole uh, heavy psychedelia thing going on with it and again that's, that does not have uh, a lot of listenership as well and so this is essentially marrying two not very uh, listened to genres and sort of putting it up yeah yeah
0: now you've said all that, and I think it made me understand the song better. And I kid you not, the very next question that I had was basically a want to understand the song because I thought there were these three distinct sections to the song, the beginning. Then uh, there's the pause where we can only hear the ambient texture that begins the second section. And finally, the third section where the high pitch distortion takes over as such. And when that section begins, it feels very haunting and made me feel really uneasy. By the time I got used to it, I realized it was the lead narrator of sorts for that section. And then everything just calms down again. Was that the intention?
2: Yeah, absolutely. The thing is, uh, I had I had written about like, I think seven or eight riffs for this. Uh, and I just chopped it all down to like two of them and uh, uh, three of them. And... Yeah, you're you're right, and also the thing is there is uh, uh, there's a there's this intentional slash unintentional attempt to create a dialogue between the consciousness and uh, the human self. Uh, sorry to get philosophical, but that's what uh, like for example, the if you notice the keyboard uh, the keyboards speak a lot more in the first half, which is supposed to be yeah. out- outwardly or netherworldly, whereas the guitars are are, are a little bit more. Uh, constrained which is the human self and so mm-hmm. that's how I, that's that's how i wrote it in the sense that there has to be so when 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 you're tripping you're you're talking to nature and uh, there are times when nature sort of overwhelms you and you sort of go into the uh, the paranoia aspect of things and then you know you saw you start countering that paranoia by sort of uh, engaging a lot more uh, uh, which is why there are a lot more guitar bits that come in the second half of the uh, section of the of the song, and uh, okay. uh, probably after like twenty or thirty minutes. Um, so yeah, and 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 towards the end of the song, you're you're in complete harmony with uh, with both uh, with with the self as well as the environment, and which is why you have an equal balance of the guitars as well as um, um, the the keyboard sections as well. So I don't okay. know if that makes any sense.
0: It's all right. It made all the sense that you wanted it to make. Um what's your take on repetition with respect to drone and doom? I mean, while writing a song, how do you know when to move from one section or riff to another?
2: Um so uh, originally I think the song was about 70 odd minutes um and uh, see for me the thing is that um uh, uh, like uh, since I was a kid it it was all about um Listening to full tracks or or hmm. full albums, so yeah, uh, there was there was never like this uh, uh, moment. Where, and also because of the fact that when I was growing up, you had tapes, and, uh, <laughs>
1: yeah, so <laughs> of
2: uh, you know, you never really went to the the radio single or the hit or whatever. So you you always listen to uh, entirety, and um, and it's 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 pretty much it's pretty much the same like uh while uh, when we when i started off it was close to about 80 minutes and then when i got into the studio i sort of started giving it a bit of a haircut and sort of trimmed it all down uh, took away riffs that uh, i felt that did not really add uh, more so uh, it uh, and the way i look at it if something sounds good uh, i like to hear it more often so uh, repetition for me is uh, it's it's cool. Uh, you know, as long as it makes sense. Uh, it's cool. Yeah.
1: You know, there was this whole thing going on Twitter and all recently, right? I have a joke on things. So it was very spontaneous for me. And I mean, I was taking up this at like most subgenres of metal. And I just wrote, you know, I have a joke on doom metal. Uh, but I'm waiting for like the vocals to kick in because, <laughs> <laughs> with two metal acts, right? <laughs> or you yeah. always taking away from that joke. So uh, there are no vocals on uh, yeah. this track. It, it, yeah. Was that like a very conscious thing that you
0: wanted the focus to be on the music this time? There's like this one vocal sample at the beginning, but uh, there's no vocals as such.
2: That vocal sample is actually uh, uh, of uh, one of my favorite uh, films of all time called uh, Event Horizon. And, um, uh, the, the vocal sample basically re, uh, says, uh, where we are going, you won't need eyes to see. And, uh, I think that I, and that's how i <clears throat> that's how, that's what, um, if you talk to fellow, uh, mushroom heads or acid heads, um, you know, that's, uh, that's what it is. It's all about, uh, what your mind wants to see and not what the, you know, society wants you to look at fancy buildings and stuff like that. So, yeah, so it's all about, uh, yeah. So not having vocals is, uh, I just didn't, there wasn't any need for it, I guess. And, and also I, I know, you know, the, the the whole thing about vocals is that, you know, then you got to start thinking of a proper lyric and I just thought it was, uh, it didn't need that uh, intervention.
1: You know, one thing, and I mean, uh, Animesh put it quite well when he was talking about his experience with the songs, right? I mean, yeah. it's really one of those, uh, kind of pieces of music where you get immersed and uh, you know I thought it could have been heavier and doomier so that it kind of envelopes you you know like how Devin Townsend used like the wall of sound approach right yeah do you think it could have been produced this better or like what what would you kind of
2: you had definitely I mean uh, the so I've, I've already started writing for the second transmission and uh um, already in terms of production, I have ideas as to how I want to do it this time. Um, yeah. So to, to answer your question, yeah, uh, I would have liked to sort of plan the production a lot better. Also, the thing is that um, uh, when uh, the, uh, our glorious leader decided to unlock, uh, um, we did not know how long this unlock was going to last. Uh, so I had very limited time with the studio to sort of okay. get in there and sort of uh, get get it done uh, so uh, over two weekends uh, the entire thing was uh, recorded uh, including shrikant's uh, bits so yeah so uh, but, but yeah definitely peter uh, the thing is that uh, the next one i already have ideas as to how we have, how we would like to produce it um, uh, and to make it sound a lot more bigger uh, and lot more uh, a lot more saturation and decay to sort of pop out and, uh, more, uh, more of, a uh, using more amps, uh, the, the, the traditional setup with a couple of heads, couple of cabs, bigger room, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So yeah, that plan is underway already. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm glad you spoke about that because I'd like to talk to you a bit about production. Um, having played in bands like Kryptos and C because of Megadrone, Are you looking for newer kinds of guitars, amps, or pedals to nail that sound? I guess the question really is, um, have you found the sound that you're looking for? Or what do you think the sound needs to be?
2: Um, So, uh, see, that that sort of goes back into um, the kind of influences I have when it comes to Megadrone, right? Um, So, the influences for me are basically uh, uh, a framework. They they will not um, influence the end product. Uh, as such right so for me uh, if you look at it uh, and and even just before the lockdown as well i uh, I've, and Peter knows this uh, as well that you know uh, the older i get uh, the more older my music choices get as well <laughs> yeah uh,
0: <laughs> happens to all of us i think
2: yeah yeah so um uh, the thing is um, probably since november um, 19 i've been listening to a lot of se- a lot more of the 70s stuff uh especially a lot of the Canterbury prog uh, from the seventies, like uh, you know, Genesis and stuff. And um also uh you know completely into um uh, I sort of I sort of started rediscovering a lot of uh, old Doom um bands like Earth uh, who are a huge, huge influence on me when it comes to just sort of uh, the atmosphere that they sort of set up. Um and, uh, yeah, so, and also newer bands like, you know, like, I don't know, like Ufo Mammoth or Mono Lord or, you know, like, so these guys.
0: Nice name drops. I'm a huge Mono Lord fan.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah they're fucking awesome. Yeah, I like the, uh, Jaeger's uh, solo. Uh, oh, uh,
0: we had him on the pod recently.
2: Yeah, I've heard that. So, yeah, so, um, solitary plan, right? Yeah. So. Yeah yeah so but but for this i was listening to a, and and the thing is that like i said with the lockdown i also t- had time to sort of sit back and listen to music uh, because uh, because of the lockdown work starts much later than it usually does so um in the uh, at nights i was just listening to a lot of uh, soundtracks um, you know uh, from from the 60s and even uh, some of the newer stuff and uh, so but all of these are essentially in, you know, sonic influences—they don't really influence the band. So, to answer your question, the next uh, outing—I know that there are three or four riffs that require that wall of sound kind of a treatment, but then there are others uh, that will have to be treated uh, slightly differently. Uh, and uh, also, I'm—you uh, uh, know—I I, I was playing the riffs again last night just to sort of get it into muscle memory, and, uh, and I sort of sent a text to my. Uh, 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 you know the the, the co-producer, and asked him if he you knows someone who plays a saxophone because there are bits where I think a horn section would sort of uh, add more uh, effect, add, add more emotion than you know the guitars or um, or or synthesizers or whatever. But yeah, I'm, I'm definitely production. Uh, um, and adding other instruments, definitely. But I'm not a fan of the Congo or Bongo or whatever those things are called. I'm not a fan of uh, cowbells. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm looking looking to see if I can work with some... And and I'm a huge, huge, huge uh, uh, bebop fan, right? Like from uh, everybody from like, uh, um, you know, like Sonny Rollins to uh, Miles uh, and... Uh, charles mingus stuff uh, as well uh, more tr- traditional jazz but um, i'm a huge fan of that stuff and the kind of atmosphere that stuff creates is 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 a huge fuck you to a lot of the uh, uh, music that was around then and also a lot of music that is around today like so it's uh, so influences production they sort of uh, uh, work at uh, extreme poles uh, but for me, what's most important is the is the soundscape uh, that it creates, um, and and the and the emotion that it creates from the soundscape. So mm-hmm. that's a lot more important than how many amps I use, or uh, you know how many layers of synths there are, and etc.
1: So you know you mentioned developing muscle memory. Yeah, uh, is this part of a plan of taking Mega Mega Drone live, or do you still want to keep it as a studio project?
2: Um. Uh, um I don't like someone asked me this but uh, in the near future the way things are I don't I don't really want to play live till a vaccine is around um, but to answer your question um, even if I have to take it live it cannot be done in this whole uh, drums guitar bass kind of a structure yeah, yeah. so uh, even with the with the next one and with the previous uh, and with the current uh, release as well like um i w- i would love to work with like um you know like minded music musicians but um i know that they are hard to find in india maybe and maybe i'm wrong but i just don't want to work with that whole uh, with you know you will you need the traditional setup you need guitars drums and bass but i want yeah man so th- to answer your question i don't know <laughs> uh, there's there's a lot of factors there's a lot of uh, there's a way in which i'd like to do it um and uh, i'll have to think about it maybe yeah. two years three years down the line maybe and also the thing is that if i want to do this live it can't be at a bar or yeah, uh, yeah. anything like that right yeah. it has to be uh, at a at a at, at a friendly place where you know uh, and ideally this music is better experienced when you when you have dropped half a blot or a Found like six mushrooms or whatever, um, uh, just to sort of uh, experience it better. Because unlike uh, uh, you know, it's it's not it's not booze music. uh, Yeah. So, I'd like to do it like in a in a in a very nice acoustically driven place, like a nice old theater with uh, you know with just like maybe twenty people, twenty five people. You know that sort of a thing where people are. Uh, you know socially distancing people are um, um, people are tripping safely and music is just uh, a sort of an enabler but it's not the end solution so yeah so that's how I'd like to do it and I don't see that happening in India for the longest time.
1: It's great that you mentioned that because like earlier this week I was at uh, an installation of sorts so yeah uh, a friend of the podcast, Abhimanyu Abhi Meer, Abhimir, he yeah. did this whole thing called, uh, Isoxia, where mm-hmm. basically it was him playing four hours, uh, every day for like six days. And it just uh, wrapped up, uh, yesterday. Right. And it was crazy because he was making like, so the entire thing was filmed live. Yeah, uh, and it's now 24 hours of music that he's been wow. playing. And, yeah. uh, yeah, it, so that was his first time out of isolation. And the, yeah. like, yeah. he was the first person I met from yeah. like my friends and family in five months. Yeah. Yeah, and cool. uh, when I met him, so thing is, he kept getting only like one person an hour or so. Yeah, And uh, so the day that I went, I was the only person there. And he said I was the second person he's met since he's got out. Yeah. So it it was like kind of surreal and... Yeah. So that's when, you know, I was listening to uh, your music, right, with Megadrone. Yeah. I was like, this is the kind of thing because it's, it's at this old uh, gallery in uh, yeah. South Bombay, yeah. like a mezzanine area.
2: So, right.
1: It's just a complete different experience. Like,
2: yeah, absolutely. Like the, the thing is that this music, uh, you know, it goes, Yeah, it is like an installation, you know, uh, uh, because you invest time listening to it, it's not something that you, uh, you sort of fast forward to the next song or whatever, right? Like you, you put it on and for, and it's an investment for 55 minutes or 53 odd minutes. And then you sort of, uh, and and, you know, I, I'm not, uh, I, I, the intention of the music is not to sort of influence your trip or influence your mind or, you know, uh, say, uh, distinguish between right and wrong or anything like that. that you know, it's it's basically, um, it's basically just there to just get your thinking, uh, internalize maybe, uh, but that's about it. Uh, there, there is no agenda with the music. It's, uh, it's, it is what music, in my opinion, should be. It should just be, it should make you feel good. It should, uh, it should, you know, it should, if you're feeling shitty, it should uh, help you get knocked out of that, you know, mind space and that's what uh, that's what I uh, set out to do and I hope it works.
0: I think it will because yeah, the few times I've heard it, the first time I came into it extremely neutrally, but uh, the second time, it calmed me down and actually gave me space to resolve a few
2: issues. Exactly, like uh, for some people it could be a, a, you know a mathematic equation they are working on, for some it could just be like getting the kitchen work done. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's, it, it's just... Uh, it, See the thing is, in, in, in today we are we are so bombarded with crap uh, uh, from the whether it's on your phone or on your on on your social media uh, platforms and whatever. It's just crap. There is nothing that's uh, that's really sort of uh, uh, giving you time to sort of like sit back and say hey. And that's and that's that's what I was talking about is that when I when I grew up listening to music. Uh, when I put in a tape for those 60 minutes I was just gone uh, you know the world was dead to me and I was I was there in uh, you know in that fucking studio with Candlemas uh, you know uh, banging out Ancient Dreams or you know like or Michael Jackson or whatever the fuck right who I was listening to uh, and and that's the thing like for uh, people today are, you know they put on their phones they have a fucking playlist and you know, it's just sort of jumps from one to the other and music has become uh, pretty much like a, it's a commodity. It's, uh, but for me, it can never be because uh, whatever I am today is because of what I've grown up to. And, and uh, I, I sort of look at it very differently than uh, most. Like, I mean, like I think a lot of us sort of look at it very differently than most people when it comes to music
0: now because we were talking about installations um i think there's a 55 minute film that accompanies this song first question where can people watch it
2: uh, it'll be out on the 17th of august on youtube and um, uh, see the thing is that uh, i so there's something called ego death right when you're when you're when you're tripping and i i sort of had this amazing opportunity to sort of uh, have a very very nice uh, mushroom experience in the himalayas once and uh, it really sort of uh, kills the man made uh, opinions and prejudices that you have and sort of brings you down to earth and uh, so what i did was uh, you know i went to uh, i engaged with this uh, very young film uh, maker from pune called Anusha. And I worked with her. Uh, I gave her a bunch of footage of, you know, a lot of uh, space stuff. And she sort of uh, put that together with the music. Um, And like I said, uh, this is the first attempt. Uh, The next one that I'm working on actually has, yeah, it's going to be a bit more immersive as well. Yeah. So this, uh, to answer your question, this this one, this film uh, for this particular release will be out uh, on August seventeenth, and you can, you know, all the links will be updated on my mm-hmm. uh, on the Instagram page, so you guys can sort of check it out from.
0: There. Okay. Cool. So the next question then is, is it a norm or rule that Megadrone uh, needs to have videos or other experiences to accompany all future songs? Yes. Why is that necessary?
2: Because the music, uh, uh, because, uh, the music is, needs a visual experience and the visual experience is also, it is a part of the production process as much as the music is, uh, or the, sorry, the writing process as much as the music is and um, uh, music sort of can help a person imagine things. Um, And I just want to take that to the next uh, level by introducing visuals as well that would sort of give the, give the, uh, you know, the person who's consuming my music, my take on what I am imagining and what I am seeing. And, uh, and then it is left up to interpretation. So it will not influence you in any way, but it's just an aid. Uh, It's a visual aid to uh, the music.
1: Right. I mean, you've brought up uh, quite a few times uh, in our conversation so far, the next transmission of sorts. So uh, what's the plan for that? uh, Roughly, if you may say, and is there a plan to release it sooner this year sometime?
2: Yeah. uh, So I want to release it in Jan 2021. Okay. Yeah. So October is when I uh, get back into the studio and sort of uh, start hacking away at uh, The ideas that I have, and uh, by Jan 2021, uh, it should be ready. Uh, It should, I mean, by Jan 2021, we'll we'll come up with a date for release.
1: And uh, is that the plan? Because uh, social media, at least what I've been noticing on social media, is that Beversi are back in the studio. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. So how how are things going on that front? And
2: Oh, it's oh, it's it's, uh, it's always fun uh, because one is uh, uh, I have a very different role uh, to play over there, um, and though Sri is uh, Srikanth is the primary uh, uh, writer, uh, I also work on a bit of the arrangement aspect of things because sometimes I want a verse section to be longer, shorter, etc., etc., etc. So yeah, that process has started and I've finished lyrics for two out of the six songs. And uh, yeah, so before August, I think uh, end of August is when I go do the vocal demos for those two songs, um, or rather record the vocals for those two songs. And then we'll see uh, what happens of that.
1: Wow, so it's going to be a busy year for you. You've got Megatron. Yeah,
2: (laughs) yeah. yeah. Uh, The thing is that, uh, uh, and also Kryptos... Nolan has been sharing some, uh, just some random riffs on WhatsApp and things like that. So I know that a lot of the writing is started there as well. So 2021 is, is actually going to be a busy year for me, for us. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm sure animesh is quite kicked about that.
0: Glad to know that Kryptos is writing new music. So we've uh, spoken to you at length about this project, any social media you want to plug. And of course, where can people find Megadrone? Use the space.
2: Uh, So, uh, on social, you can follow us on Megadrone Official. That's M-E-G-A-D-R-O-N-E-O-F-F-I-C-I-A-L. That's the handle for uh, Instagram. We are there on Facebook, but not very active because Facebook sucks. Uh, (laughs) It's the same uh, company, but still uh, we're using Instagram for now. Um, And yeah, all the the stuff will be updated there, uh, whether it's real-time updates or you know, uh, future announcements and things like that. Yeah. So that's the place to sort of check us out. And August 17th, come Monday, uh, the 17th of August, our, um, uh, sorry, the first transmission will be up on your uh, streaming platforms like Spotify and uh, Apple Music, blah, blah, blah. Uh, yeah. And uh, also check out our YouTube page. Uh, we have 55 minutes of spacey content Uh, to sort of help you trip better. (laughs) Awesome, awesome.
0: That should be your one-line elevator pitch. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
2: Definitely, yeah.
0: On that note, Ganesh, thank you for your time. Absolute pleasure.
2: Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Early on a Sunday morning.
0: Yeah. And for all you out there, we are online at hornsupport.com. As always, I'm on Twitter at asmoani. Yeah,
1: and I'm a trend crusher.
0: This has been Horns Up.
1: Horns Up guys.